Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 161, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, everyone. We hope you had a great weekend, and here we are in week number 33. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, it's week 33, and that means we have just three more days in the book of Esther and just three more weeks in the Old Testament. Oh, wow, Dave. Yeah, that's a whole lot of threes. It is. But before we get carried away with all those threes, well, it's Monday, which means we have a bigger number to worry about, and that is 60. 60 seconds, that is. Ah, yes. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, we all know the drill. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, so creation in the fall, and then Noah. Yep, then patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah, then after 400 years in Egypt, we have Moses, 10 plagues, Passover, and 40 years in the wilderness, and 10 commandments. Yeah, so Joshua takes them into the promised land, and then came the judges, and then Ruth. Yeah, then came the kings, Saul first, then David, and God's promise to him, and then Solomon, and he builds the temple. Yep, then the kingdom splits. You've got 10 tribes north called Israel, 2 tribes south called Judah. Yeah, Israel worships golden calves and other gods too. Uh, they have lots of bad kings and Ahab's probably the worst. God sends Elijah and Elisha to call them back, but they fall to the Assyrians. Yep, Judah has some good kings, but bad ones too, and they also worship false gods. God rescues Hezekiah from the Assyrians, but later on they fall to the Babylonians. Yeah, so Daniel and his friends are carted off to Babylon. Uh, they won't worship the statue and they get thrown into a furnace. Yep, God shows Nebuchadnezzar who's boss, and Daniel is thrown to the lions when he won't stop praying. Later, Esther becomes queen, but Haman hates Mordecai and wants to kill all the Jews. So Esther goes to see the king. Oh, then Haman has to honor Mordecai instead of having him killed like he wanted. <laughs> Not bad, Marvin. Not bad at all. Thanks, Dave. So yeah, last week Haman had to honor Mordecai and then he was heading off to Esther's feast, right? Yep, that's right. So, well, today we're going to hear what happened. Okay, great. So, Dave, before we get started, I'm feeling a little peckish. Where's the hay bale? The what? The bale of hay, Dave. I know it's here somewhere. I can smell... Oh, wait. Wait, hey, who's reading today? Well, today it's our friend Rosie. Oh, yeah, that explains it. Hi, Rosie. Hello everyone. Today's reading comes from Esther chapter 7 verses 1 to 10. So the king and Haman went to Queen Esther's feast. They were drinking wine on the second day. The king again asked, What do you want, Queen Esther? I'll give it to you. What do you want me to do for you? I'll even give you up to half of my kingdom. Then Queen Esther answered, Your Majesty, I hope you will be pleased to let me live. That's what I want. Please spare my people. That's my appeal to you. My people and I have been sold to be destroyed. We've been sold to be killed and wiped out. Suppose we had only been sold as male and female slaves. Then I wouldn't have said anything. That kind of suffering wouldn't be a good enough reason to bother you. King Xerxes asked Queen Esther, Who is the man who has dared to do such a thing and where is he? Esther said, The man hates us. He's our enemy. He's this evil Haman. Then Haman was terrified in front of the king and queen. The king got up. He was very angry. He left his wine and went out into the palace garden. But Haman realised that the king had already decided what he was going to do to him. 
so he stayed behind to beg Queen Esther for his life. The king returned from the palace garden to the dinner hall. Just then he saw Haman falling on the couch where Esther was lying. The king shouted, Will he even treat the queen like this? Will he harm her while she is right here with me in the palace? As soon as the king finished speaking, his men covered Haman's face. Then Harbona said, There's a pole standing near Haman's house. He has prepared it for Mordecai. Mordecai is the one who spoke up to help you. Haman has planned to have him put to death. He was going to have the pole stuck through his body. Then he was going to set it up at a place where it would be 75 feet above the ground. Harbona was one of the officials who attended the king. The king said to his men, Put Haman to death, stick the pole through his body, set it up where everyone can see it. So they did, and they used the pole Haman had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's anger calmed down. Thanks, Rosie. Wow, Dave. I was not expecting that. Haman got killed, huh? He did. The king was already angry with Haman, and when he saw him falling on the couch trying to beg the queen to save his life, well, the king thought he was attacking her and got even angrier, and that meant it was the end of Haman. He had been rich, he had been powerful, but now none of that mattered. Not one tiny bit. He lost his life. Yeah, and got stuck up on a pole. That's right. Boys and girls, Haman thought that he was on top of the world, thought nothing could stop his plans. He had no idea that in the space of just a few days, his life would be over and he would have nothing. Now, none of us know what's around the corner. But the good news is that God does. Haman put his trust in money and power, but when things changed, when things went wrong, his money and his power couldn't help him. We need to put our trust in God because whether tomorrow is the happiest of days or the very worst, even if like Haman our life was to end, if we have trusted God, he will be with us. He won't let us down. He is the God who's in control of all things and he is leading and guiding us to a glorious and happy future with him in heaven. When Haman faced death, he was left disappointed and terrified at the end of his life. If our trust is in Jesus, we do not have to be afraid and we will never be disappointed. Today, Thank God that we can be sure of that. Yeah, yay for following Jesus, huh, Dave? It is definitely the way to go, Marvin. And, well, I think we'll leave it there for day 161, so let's say goodbye, and we'll be back tomorrow to start wrapping up Esther's story. Okay, yeah, great. Bye, everyone. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles... Dave, Josh, and Josh.